Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with myself as your host, Phoebe Slow. This is a podcast for anyone who is new to hear all about what everyday technologies are accessible for disabled people. As well as covering what technology is less accessible if you have a disability. And well, I also like to give a couple of tips on how technology companies can continue making their technology even more accessible. If that is something that you are also interested in looking into. My interest in accessible tech comes from the fact that I am paralysed from the neck down, which means that I can't move anything other than my head, and for that reason, I can only use technology by using either a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth, or by using voice control. And for that reason, yeah, I just like giving my advice on how, on what technologies are more accessible and what is less accessible. But before I get fully into this, I would just again like to say a massive thank you to everyone who has started listening to this podcast recently and who has helped move the Accessible Technology Podcast into the chart on Apple Podcasts. Going back to when I started writing and planning this podcast back in January of this year, I wouldn't have believed you if you told me that I would make it in to Apple Podcasts charts by August. So thanks a lot for all of those who have been listening. But if you would like to pass on this podcast to anyone else who you think would be interested or if you want to follow it yourself to learn even more about everyday accessible tech. You can follow the podcast by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. But I'll include more about other links as well that you can follow me on at the end of the episode. In this episode, however, you're going to hear me reacting to Apple's new M2 Mac Mini and 14 inch and 16 inch M2 MacBook Pros, which was uploaded in a video to YouTube on the 11th of February this year, which is means you're nearly up to date with all of my YouTube content, which is when I will be hopefully able 
to update everything at the same time. By the time I reached episode 67 on the week of the 29th, everything will be up to date. And by that time, you'll hopefully be able to follow along with everything at the same time as everything is uploaded. So, yeah, I will try my best to make all of that happen. But before I get into my reaction and to the news about Apple's new M2 Mac Mini and 14-inch and 16-inch M2 MacBook Pros. Here's just some additional notes about them before I get fully into this. So in case you're wondering what the Mac Mini is when it was first released and why it is so important, it was basically first introduced in 2005 and it is basically a gateway into the Mac world with users only having to pay for the Mac Mini machine and a compatible display and it often comes in at a much more affordable price. The MacBook Pro however was first launched in February 2006 and was the first Mac to feature a backlit keyboard and a new magnetic MagSafe power connector as well as also originally only being available in 15 inches although that only lasted until 2019 when the first 16 inch MacBook Pro was announced followed by a 14 inch version being announced and released in 2021 Yes, the 15-inch MacBook Pros have recently died, but it is still possible to get pre-owned versions. And as someone who still has a 2015 version of the 15-inch MacBook Pro, which I'm currently only using to write a book, I do think it's good enough if you want a machine that can do something like that and that will let you get on with just your normal bit of office work or school work. However, in January 2023, Apple announced their new M2 Mac Mini and an M2 14-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pro and those are the devices that you're going to be hearing about in my reaction today. But now that I have given you all of those details, let's jump straight in to the reaction. Hello, and welcome to Apple Park. As you just saw, our users have never been more excited about the Mac, which has been revolutionized by Apple Silicon. We've already started the next generation of Apple Silicon for the Mac with the M2 chip. And today, we're going to bring M2 
to the Mac Mini as well. It's even more powerful and capable, and it delivers even more value. Here's Aaron to tell you more. Mac Mini has never been more popular. Today, we're taking the amazing Mini experience even further with M2. M2 features a faster next generation CPU and GPU, much higher memory bandwidth, and a more powerful media engine for blazing performance. And Mac Mini with M2 powers through even more demanding workflows. Workflows like image editing in Photoshop are up to 50% faster than M1. With ProRes acceleration coming to the Mini, video editing in Final Cut Pro is over twice as fast. And the new Mac Mini is also great for gaming. Next, we have more exciting news. To tell you all about it, here's Tim. M2 brings even more performance and capabilities to our most popular systems. It advances every aspect of the chip while continuing our relentless focus on power-efficient performance. M2 Pro cranks up the performance of our Pro systems yet again. To create our next-generation Pro Silicon, we started with the supercharged building blocks of M2 and scaled up its architecture to deliver the powerful M2 Pro. M2 Pro packs 40 billion transistors into a chip the size of your fingertip. And its unified memory architecture allows the entire chip to share its high-capacity, high-bandwidth memory system for incredibly fast and efficient access to data. M2 Pro delivers 200 gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth, twice what M2 delivers, and supports up to 32 gigabytes of memory. It features a next-generation 12-core CPU with eight high-performance cores and four high-efficiency cores. It also has a next-generation GPU with up to 19 cores, and the neural engine is getting a big boost, speeding up machine learning tasks like video and image processing by 40%. Finally, the powerful media engine of M2 Pro rips through the most popular video codecs, dramatically accelerating Pro video workflows while using very little power. So that's M2 Pro. And the first product to get this new chip is one you might not expect. Back to Aaron. Today, we're introducing Mac Mini with M2 Pro. With M2 Pro, Mini users can now run high-performance workflows that you wouldn't think were possible in such a compact design. Musicians can produce music with incredibly powerful plugins and effects without missing a beat. Photographers can adjust huge megapixel images in an instant. Creators can work seamlessly in multicam with multiple camera formats, including ProRes video. And gamers can play titles like Resident Evil Village in console quality. In fact, gaming performance is up to a whopping 15 times faster super excited about the new Mac Mini. And now it's even more affordable, starting at just $599. Next, let's talk MacBook Pro. MacBook Pro with Apple Silicon has been a game changer. Pros can work on projects that were previously only imaginable on a desktop. Creatives are stunned by its outrageous battery life. They're also thrilled with its XDR display. Its incredibly high brightness, amazing contrast ratio, vivid colors, and outstanding viewing angle make it the best display ever in a laptop. And users rely on its extensive array of connectivity, from Thunderbolt to MagSafe. Today, we're excited to also bring M2 Pro to MacBook Pro. And here's Laura to tell you all about it. Whether you're an artist, scientist, or developer, 
MacBook Pro is the go-to laptop loved by pros. M2 Pro delivers phenomenal performance for pro workflows, saving developers hours every week. Yet how many of these videos are actually to an extent exaggerated because I've seen many other videos pairing various versions of the MacBook Pros up and I am a fan of them but uh, I do feel like there's a lot that Apple don't tell us in their actual reviews that we are told by other reviewers when they compare one model to another and image processing in Photoshop is more than 40% faster than for users pushing workflows to the extreme. We have more exciting news. Back to Tim to tell you more. Introducing M2 Max. M2 Max combines the incredible CPU performance of M2 Pro with an even more powerful GPU. It brings unbelievable performance and extraordinary battery life to our Pro systems. M2 Max has 67 billion transistors. M2 Max starts with a high-performance on-chip fabric with twice the memory interface of M2 Pro. And its custom package now supports up to 96 gigabytes of capacity. Just like M2 Pro, M2 Max has a next-generation 12-core CPU. And M2 Max has a much larger GPU with up to 38 cores. It also has our latest neural engine and a powerful media engine with twice the ProRes support. So that's M2 Max. Now, back to Laura. M2 Max takes the incredible performance of MacBook Pro even further. Colorists can grade 8K video anywhere with DaVinci Resolve up to 30% faster. Artists can have a mobile 3D studio wherever they go with effects rendering in Cinema 4D that's up to 30% faster. And its amazing battery life gets even longer with up to 22 hours. The new MacBook Pro also supports Wi-Fi 6E that's up to twice as fast as the previous generation. And with more advanced HDMI, it supports up to 8K displays. So that's the new MacBook Pro with M2 Pro and M2 Max. And it just looks way too powerful for what I need it for. Let's see what all they have to say in the last few minutes of the video. MacBook Pro is more powerful and capable than ever. The 14-inch model still starts at $19.99, and the 16-inch model at $24.99. Right, so as you can tell, my thoughts on this video is, yeah. I feel like although those marks are obviously good for some users who are really, really, really advanced in their careers and congratulations to all of them, they do seem a little too powerful for what I actually need them for. So keeping in mind that no yes i'm commenting on this as someone who has three marks 
one of them being the 15 and 2015 Intel one and two of them being M1 Max but even then I feel like what I have is at least good enough without needing to update to the M2 Pro. Don't come after me for saying this, but I feel like the M2 Pro is going slightly into the slightly insane side. With this, I'd love to be at at some point in my career, but at the minute when I'm just uploading videos to YouTube as a way of promoting the work that I do, hoping to get into the film industry a wee bit more and working towards that. At the same time as working on databases when I'm coming up with questions for people while writing a book and other bits of journalism and video work that I'm doing. I just feel like overall everything that these marks are really aiming towards are people who are at a whole different stage than anything I need them for at the minute and for that reason for once in my life I will not be aiming on trying to test one of these out. Although if Apple, if you're out there and you want to send me one for an accessibility review, hey, by all means, I'll check it out. But let me ask, what are your thoughts on Apple's new M2 Mac Mini and 14 inch and 16 inch M2? MacBook Pros. Have you bought any of them? And if you have, have you liked everything that they have to offer? Or have you instead decided to stay with any of the older models, including the M1 Pros? Well, if you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Feedstyle Tech Review site, pltechreviews.co.uk, or on my other website, phoebelow.com. If you're interested in watching any of the videos that I have uploaded on accessible technology before, you can find all of them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube and please consider subscribing to it. But if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews as well as my film TV, theatre reviews and political videos. You can find them 
by searching for female journalism on YouTube and I sometimes upload some breaking tech news to that as well. But furthermore, if you like everything that you find on Thebes Now Journalism and you would also like to find a video free version of everything that is on that and podcast versions, you can find my other podcast, the Thebes Now Podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Amazon Music and Audible on Google Podcasts, on Spotify and on Radio Public. But that's where everything that is covered on the Fabestow Journalism YouTube channel and on com is basically covered in podcast form. But in the next episode... You're going to be hearing my thoughts on the second generation HomePod, which was announced by Apple on the 18th of January 2023. And after that, I'll be reacting to the news that PlayStation have finally brought out an accessibility controller. But anyway, thanks for listening to this complete podcast episode the whole way through. And please consider following it and giving it a review if you like what I'm doing. Or even if you don't like what I'm doing. Because I will always accept constructive criticism. I plan to update this podcast three times a week, but honestly, that could change at any moment because I'm also trying to get into other areas of the journalism industry and have been applying for jobs. So if I have to change things around, then please try to be understanding. But uh, I will try to keep everything as regular as I can. If you would like to follow me on Twitter or X, as it is now, you can do so by searching for at Febeslow and my Instagram handle is the real Febeslow. You can also follow the Febeslow Tech Reviews site as well however by searching for it on wordpress but as well as that you can also follow Phoebe's Loud Tech reviews on twitter and instagram and that is by searching for just at pl tech reviews but anyway thanks for listening and i'll talk to you on the next one Bye. Bye.